You're listening to the Life Tree Church Sermon of the Week. We pray that as you hear this word, you would be encouraged and inspired as you pursue Jesus in your everyday life. But I've just asked these guys, you know, if there's anything in your heart for this community that you wanted to wanted to speak out, wanted to share, whatever, you know, parting words that they would share that with us. We share that with us. We just wanted to let the kids move on down to their classrooms uh, before this moment. So guys, it's all yours. I'm going to hand you this microphone. Okay. Um, first up, I just want to say thank you. Um, we just feel, I feel, I know you feel too, just um, <laughs> <laughs> really blessed to be a part of this community. And I know that even as we go to England to have the baby that this, like I was joking in the team meeting this week, I was like, Life Tree is just getting bigger branches. Like Lucas is in Brazil and we'll be in England. And I still feel like it's not like a goodbye forever. Like I still feel this connection. And um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for making us feel like family um, and that we know that we're family in such a short space of time. Like we've not even been here, well, I've not been here that long. And um, that's just something that you cultivate really well. And um, not every church has that. Um, So I just want to celebrate that and um, honor you guys and just like thank you for this being family, um, it's it's a rare thing, <laughs> um, and it's a special thing. Can I just pray before we do this? So basically, we're just going to give out some prophetic words and what that means. If you don't know what that means, is we've just been hearing from God what He wants to do in some of your lives and maybe in all of your lives, um, And we're just going to release that. And if you agree with that, just say, yes, Jesus, I want that. That's me. And uh, we believe that he's going to do it in your lives and in this church. Is that okay? Does that make sense? Okay. I just uh, welcome you, Holy Spirit. We just acknowledge that you are here that you are so hungry to move in life tree in this season, that your heart is like after your sons and daughters in this season. We thank you that you have so many thoughts, as many as the sea, uh, the sand on the seashores about us, that you desire to speak with life tree today that you are doing something special in this season, that you're wanting to fan fan the flame of love. Yeah. So we just acknowledge that you are here. Amen. So... So the first thing that I um, when praying for Life Tree um, was just that I mean Kelsey, uh, I saw Kelsey last night. Kelsey was saying this morning was um, the fan of love, 
And I just really feel like in this season that um, the Lord is reintroducing us back to our first love, that he is um, wanting to like melt our hearts, not in like a crazy way, not like um, destructive way, but I just saw him like kissing, it sounds weird, kissing your forehead like a, like a dad does with a child. And um, if that resonates with you, I'm going to pray after. I'd love to pray and release that to you because um, I feel like there's just like been like a lot of disappointment in the last few years and he's just like wanting to wash that away and just love on you guys. Um, so if you're willing, I feel like today is like a marking day of like, this isn't enough is enough, like what Telsey was saying. Um, I want to leave this place and I want to experience your love again, Jesus. I want to open my heart up. Um, because when we open our hearts up, that's where life, that's where life flows from. And then when we keep it closed, we, we slowly start to die and wither. Um, <laughs> we don't want that. So um, I'm just going to get my notes out. I also feel like just world, like just across the church, that um, Jesus is reminding us, that the Holy Spirit is reminding us that, that the church is the bride of Christ. And it's not something to take lightly. I feel like we've been in a season where we've been, me, myself, even, been disappointed with the church or criticizing the church. Or even just like bored, stagnant, or just, it's just church. And I feel like he's like reminding us of the picture of the bride, the spotless bride who we've called to be. And um, we're going to a wedding soon. Um, that's why we're leaving a little early. And um, I just love weddings because I love, you know, the picture. I think a lot of people love this. They love to watch the groom when they see the bride because it's just something about the groom's face. And um, I love that that's the image that Jesus gives us in the Bible. I was going to get the verses, but I had a bit of a morning this morning. Um, but basically, that's how Jesus sees the church. And I feel like there's this holiness that's stepping back into the church. And there's going to be, is a cost of like, actually, my no is powerful just as much as my yes. And I see a lot of you actually saying no to a lot of things because you're saying yes to him and you're saying yes to the church again. And that's costly. It's costly, but it's so worth it. Um, yeah, so I think like the love and the bride of Christ, like just together as one, like the love encounters and seeing the church again. And I just feel like there's people in the room where you've just been like, I've, I come on a Sunday, but I've given, I can't really give any more. And I feel like from those love encounters, you're going to feel refreshed. And like, actually, I want to, um, I want to be more involved because it's coming from love and not from like duty. Does that make sense? <clears throat> and then, um, the last thing that I feel like the Lord's been teaching us in this season and why I cried so much when Bruce said it is, he's teaching me that um, he wants my obedience. 
and um, I think you get a bit a bit relaxed, like because there's two sides of Jesus, isn't there? There's the there's the free and like he'll love you no matter what, but there's the other side where we get to be obedient even when we don't understand. And um, he's really been challenging me in this season to drop off the fear of man and just be obedient to his word, even if it's cost me like um, feeling like I've being really truthful here, hurting people that I love or um, giving up things that I genuinely love to do like youth. Um, it's It's been costly, but he's like, Hannah, can I have first place? Can I have first place over your dreams and your desires? And I feel like that's a word for people in this room too. Because obedience changes history and we see that throughout the Bible as like, you know, um, one woman, the Samaritan woman, I love that story. She She's just obedient. She listens to what he says. It's like, go back. And she does. And the whole village is changed, right? Is um, gives the lives to Jesus. And there's so many stories. And when I was praying um, for Life Tree, I just saw like Noah and how he built the, uh, how he built the ark when it wasn't raining. And... Um, I was saying this to some of the youth on Friday that sometimes you look a bit foolish <laughs> and I think he's uh, stepping us into a season of like being undignified and doing things just without even understanding or even having the answers to because that's a place where we get to love him first. Like we actually get to love him unconditionally back by being like, I'm just going to do this and trust you um, and I just think obedience is just like the best gift we can give the Lord. So that's all I have to say. It's not okay. I don't I want it to come out nice, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a similar thing, like what she was saying about um, just like bringing people back to, to that first love. Um, and again, like how Hannah was talking about weddings and, and um, marriage, I was just reminded of um, just like when you have that first crush on, on somebody, right? When you will do just weird, wacky stuff to be around that person, to impress that person. And I feel like Jesus is just calling um, some of you to, to be like that with him again, to do things that don't make sense to put, you know, way more time than makes sense into spending time with him and getting to know him. Um, yeah, just a radical passion for Jesus. Yeah, so if any of that resonates with you, we'd love just to, like, actually pray, but we'd actually like you to stand up because there's something powerful, like, yes, I want that. I'm going to stand. I'm going to say yes to you, Jesus, I'm going to do it action, because um, he sees that. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to just pray and go for it. Oh, Jesus, I thank you that revival looks messy. That when your glory comes... 
You like to move things around. You like to shift things up. So I just ask, Holy Spirit, will you just pour out your glory on life tree, on these people that are standing right now? Would you let your love flow that any limits, any blockage, any past trauma or hurt from the church would just be removed today, that it'd be like a sudden thing. I thank you that this church is a safe place. Holy Spirit, would you start to move now in people's hearts? Would you start to move now in people's minds? Come and touch. Come and touch your church today. Move however you want to move, Holy Spirit. Yeah, we wait for you. We wait for you to move. We thank you that you're doing an upgrade in life tree that you're asking for purity and power, that you are asking for a no, for, a, for something greater, for a yes. Yeah, I just say soften hearts that need to be softened. Give a fresh courage to, to build those acts that the rain's not even coming yet, but you're saying, build that act, do that business idea, step into this ministry, make that move. God, give us fresh courage just to lock our eyes with you and just step out because of because we love you. Fan us into flame. Let us not hold back anymore. Let us unbuckle the, I just see like some of you like just taking off the seatbelt like and just being like, I'm in on the ride. I said yes. I feel like some of you have just been like strapped in and he's like, no more, no more. Stop holding back. You are not those that shrink back and are destroyed, but you are those that are believed and are saved. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you love us unrelenting. Thank you, Jesus, that we have full access to you. That you would just catch our eye in a new way, Jesus. That you'd stir up in us a new passion, a new hunger for you, God that can't be satisfied no matter how much time or attention we try and give to you, Lord, that it would just, that it would eat us up on the inside, that our thoughts would always turn to you. Yeah, that it would be uncontrollable, God, that it would be without sense, without reason, that it wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to describe it to other people, but all that they'd be able to see is our hunger and our love for you, Jesus that we would be able to be fools before others for you, Jesus. Yeah, just let love sweep us away. Let us just hold on to you every moment with you. That we would just cherish every glimpse that we get of you. Thank you, Jesus, that we get to be close to you.
Amen. Thank you for listening and loving us so well. We're going to miss you all. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Can you guys just stand one sec longer? Church, can we just give a round of applause for Daniel and Hannah? I just, you guys need to know that you're loved, that you're appreciated. We're super grateful. Thank you for sharing. I'm like, I'm sitting here really stirred on what they were just speaking and sharing because this morning I just felt like the Lord wanted me to just speak out some things. It's less of a sermon like I mentioned a few minutes ago and it's just more of an announcement. And some of the things that Daniel and Hannah were saying feel like they really connect with it. Um, and I'm going to start with just saying that a month ago we were in here it was, the week that, uh, it was the week that John shared the book of Philippians with us. And, uh, and Kelly and I were chatting that same Sunday later on because one of my kids went to her place and I went to pick up Noah afterwards and just talking. You know, sometimes when we come together and we worship, uh, like some weeks it gets really rowdy or intense or tears or whatever, and other times it can feel like a little bit awkward for lack of better words and that's how we felt that week and yet and yet that Sunday while we were worshiping and while we were singing this song Lord fan into flame a passion for your name I felt like the Lord just speaking to me you've crossed a line today like we as Life Tree Church it was this sense that I had that he said like we crossed a line into a new season and I feel like I've been watching and seeing it over the last month, and I just felt like I was supposed to say today to us, Life Tree Church, it's a new season. There's a new season that we've come into, and I don't know if you feel it or you've been aware of it, but I just felt like we're supposed to acknowledge today that we're in a new season spiritually as a church. Um, and, the, and the thing that I really felt was marking this new season was letting go of cynicism and embracing childlike faith. That there's just a simple faith that he invites us to walk in. And sometimes we can, we can do the cynicism thing so easy, but this season is being marked by a simple faith that when God says something, we believe it. When God gives a command, we walk it out. We do it. That this is going to be marking us. And the scripture, that, that there's lots, but one of the ones that came to mind as I was meditating on this, it's right in the midst of a whole story about King Asa. It's in 2 Chronicles 16, and maybe you've heard it lots of times before, but it says that the eyes of the Lord search to and fro throughout the earth, looking for those whose hearts are looking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Do you hear that? It's the eyes of the Lord are looking. They're looking back and forth, to and fro, throughout the earth for people whose hearts are fully committed to him. People who, when he speaks a word, their heart says yes. Their heart connects to what he has to say in faith. And my sense is that there's just this invitation from God to us in this season to step into that childlike faith, that simple faith. Goodbye, cynicism. Hello, faith. 
You know, like, like maybe you've heard me say this, but this last year I felt like the Lord said to me, cynicism, Caleb, is not a fruit of the Spirit. And it just has stuck with me, and it's continued to release grace to me as I meditate on those words. And I'm aware that sometimes we pick up cynicism like a shield, right, to protect us from disappointment. You know what I'm talking about? If I, if I think down here and I have low expectation, I'll be all right. <laughs> you know, nothing can disappoint me now. And, and, and it's like we pick it up as this shield, but there's a different shield that the believer is told to pick up. Who knows what it is? It's the shield of faith. <laughs> And I just have a sense like God is calling us to be a people not marked by cynicism, but marked by faith. That's the type of people we are, Life Tree Church. That's who we are. And I just felt like I was supposed to share a few testimonies, so I'm going to jump into it. But um, they're all kind of different and the same. Here we go. Okay. Telsey and I have been through a hard year. It's a personal testimony here. As a lot of you probably already know, Telsey's mom passed away almost a year ago. And it's been a super hard season for her of, of walking through grief. And, and as a result, there's been, and I got permission to share this just for the record, if anybody else is like, what are you doing, man? Uh, <clears throat> there's just been like this this really significant sense of disconnect that Telsey and I were experiencing through that season. And it's not been easy. And, uh, and then a week and a bit ago, uh, a handful of us here in this room, Michael and I, Jason and Christine, Cliff and Andrea, went to the annual CMA conference in Vernon. And when I came home from that trip, it was like Telsey and I just felt connected. Whatever we'd been going through over the last year, it just seemed like, like it was over. That's all I could say. It was like, well, okay, this, this is good, you know? Like, like there was just a shift. And a few days later, we went to a meeting, and this, this pastor, preacher, had a word for Telsey and I, and he just said, I see this picture of you two, and it's like there's a glass between you, and you can see each other, but you can't touch, and the Lord says the glass is broken. That season's over. And it, when, he, when he spoke it, Telsey and I were sitting there going, uh-huh, yeah, this, is, this is what's happening in this season. And the reason I felt to share the testimony was because there was, yes, there was this process we went through this last year, but it was almost as though the season shifted in a moment. There was just a moment where things shifted, and there's this breakthrough. And I felt to just say it to you that, 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 yes, at times there's a process that we have to go through, but if you're in a situation where there's maybe relational breakdown, not necessarily even just in marriages, maybe it's with a family member, a coworker, a friend, a neighbor, whoever, that there can be actually just a moment when God's grace comes in and things shift. Like, like he can do it. Another one was just like uh, two weeks after that Sunday that I mentioned that Kelly and I had the conversation about. That felt awkward, but we crossed a line. Um, there was a couple who came here 
and they, they're not part of our church. They, they, they live elsewhere. They're visiting, but they had visited before, and they said, we came today, this after the service to me, because we felt we, we needed to tell you this. You spoke a word, this was to me, you spoke a word over us when we were here last time. And, and, and it was like really detailed stuff. It was stuff, I don't usually do this kind of thing. Like if I feel something from the Lord, you know, it might be like I said to Daniel and Hannah, I see this net, you guys can build community. But this was like really specific. I said to this guy, I feel like God's going to lead you into a new career. And I was like, kind of like, man, what the heck? But I just felt it. And they said to me, the words that you spoke over us that day have been carrying us this last year. Even when you spoke it, they were like, we were kind of like, okay, whatever, right? And then a week later, stuff started coming up with his job that was like on the line. And he started thinking about a new career, and God's been leading him into a new path. And it's been grace to them in a season of transition and intense difficulty. And the reason I felt to share that was that I could just as easily have, have missed that word as caught it and spoke it out. And there's something about just being in that simple place of faith where we say yes to his leading, yes to his nudges, yes to what he's directing. One more. How many of you remember um, James Bonney who spoke here Mother's Day last year? Anybody remember James? We've got a few hands who know James. James is a guy we've been developing a friendship with who lives in Vancouver. And James has been on a journey of learning to hear the Lord and follow his instructions. And uh, he was at the conference we were at in Vernon, the CMA conference. And he was sharing this story that I had heard him share before, but it was of the first healing that he's ever seen in his life. And it was this lady named Jasper who was a drummer at the church he's attending. And she had... Uh, issues in her fingers and in her hands, lots of pain, and it was affecting her ability to play music. And she felt that morning coming to the service, I think this over a year ago, and she felt like God said, have James pray for you. So Jasper goes to James and says, James, I feel like I'm supposed to ask you to pray for me. So he prays for her, and then he says to her, I'm just feeling like you're supposed to go home today, and you're supposed to anoint your hands with oil, and ask the Lord to tell you what he loves about your hands. And for, for three, it's very specific, it was like for three nights, ask the Lord what he loves about your hands. And so she did it. She just, she just obeyed this instruction, felt weird doing it at first. The lady who this happened to was actually at the conference when we were there, and she came up and shared the story from her perspective. And so she, she asked the Lord, what do you love about my hands? And she starts just sensing him saying stuff, and she walks us out for three nights the next time she's at the church with James, she comes up to him, James, my hands are healed. Yeah, you can clap, that's okay. <laughs> and, and she's like, I did the three-day thing. And he's like, what, what's the three-day thing? And then she's like, you know, you told me to go and ask. And, and her hands are healed. And then she's like, and I told my mom to do the three-day thing. And he's kind of like, this is weird. <laughs> you know, it's turned into the storm. And it, her mom's back got healed. Now, what happened at the conference in Vernon just a week and a half ago, I talked to James last week, and he told me about this. There was a woman in the meeting who, who heard this lady Jasper sharing her testimony, and she had significant nerve damage in her toes, causing a lot of pain, and yet she felt it was minor and insignificant. There's people with worse off stuff than this. 
But she just had this faith stir up inside of her where she felt, if I can just have Jasper pray for me, I'll be healed. So she starts walking across the room, and by the time she gets to this lady Jasper and says, hello, the pain's gone from her toes. Jasper never even prayed for her. But there was just a faith that stirred in her heart. If I can just get to her, I'll be healed. And her toes got healed. It so reminds me of that story, right, of the woman with the issue of blood who says, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. And there's something that happens when there's a faith in our heart, a faith that Jesus can actually move, can actually change lives, can actually do what he's good at doing, restoration, that connects us to that reality, that connects us to that power. Simple faith leads to encounter with Jesus. And I just felt like to say we know our world needs an encounter with God. Do we know that? The people in our lives, our neighbors, our coworkers, they need an encounter with God. They don't just need our good arguments. They need an encounter with God. And, and I feel like this is just what's on God's heart for us as a community. That as we come to him in faith, there's something significant that happens. And the real sense I was having this morning was that this is who we're to be as a community. It's not just individuals. It's we as a community go to him in faith. I felt to read this scripture. This is from 1 Peter 2. I'm going to pick just a few spots. As you come to him, that's Jesus, the living stone rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. Going down to verse 9. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. God is building together a people who trust him, who believe him. And when we're built together into this, this dwelling place, people will encounter God through his church. And I feel just this sense like the enemy has been working really hard to tear down and tear apart. Do you guys know, are you guys, anybody else been aware of that? That is not God's work. God is building up and building together. And I just feel like this is a season to say yes to what God wants to do and what God wants to build. Daniel and Hannah were speaking into it. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's an inviting a neighbor to your house. Maybe it's a group that you're supposed to join or start. Maybe it's a conversation you're supposed to have with somebody. But the sense I had just this morning was to say to you, say yes. Say yes to that thing that the Lord is calling you into. It's time to build. It's time to build together. In simple faith, saying yes to Jesus. We live in a time where it's going to be so common and normal for us to be ashamed of the gospel. It's belittled, right? Criticized. But that priesthood we read about in 1 Peter, one of the things it says that we do is we declare his praises. We declare his goodness. 
And I just feel this thing, like, let us not be ashamed of the gospel. Let us not be ashamed of Jesus. Let us not be ashamed to speak of who he is. May we praise him from a place of faith. It's the simple gospel, the simple message of Jesus that will change lives, will change our city, will change our workplace, will change neighborhoods and schools. Where's the people who believe God? I see a hand. I see two hands. There we go. They're waving. Come on. Where are the people who believe God? I'm reminded of the story when, when, when the Lord comes to, to bring judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah. There's the whole dialogue that happens between Abraham and God, and it gets down to the Lord saying, if I can find ten people, the city will be saved. I just feel this thing like, give me 10 people who believe God, or a room full, okay, we can all get in on this, not trying to be like, hey, who are the 10, and get our scorecards out, you know. Do you want to believe God? So I just felt like in this season about, about simple faith and building and saying yes to God. There's those of you in the room who hear this and in your heart you're just like, yes. Or a few, you know, waving their arms, right? Saying yes. And there's others who say, Lord, I, I believe, but help my unbelief. He'll meet us where we're at. So the invitation I felt like I was supposed to just extend this morning is, Will we believe him? Will we say yes? And if in you you're like, yes, or, or yes, but help my unbelief, I want to invite you to stand again. We're going to pray, and we're going to close. Just feel a simple thing that we are to do, and it might be hard if you're in a row of seats in front of you, so you can just kind of do it in faith. But just lift a foot and step forward. Father, we come before you and we say that you are true and you are faithful. We say like children, from simple faith, we can trust you. We can trust your word. Lord, I ask for ears to hear in this place. That we would be a people who hear what your spirit is saying to us, that we hear you daily. And may we say yes to you, no to being cynical, yes to faith, yes to your commands, yes to your plans and your purposes in our lives and in this city and through this church. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Life Tree Church Sermon of the Week. At Life Tree, we are a family all about declaring and displaying Jesus to transform lives and benefit our city. If you'd like to find out more about Life Tree, you can find us online at lifetree.ca.